It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right then, we are live. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. My name's Stephen Alson. You may know the guy on the other side of the screen. Um, Rio Ferdinand, Rio. How are you doing? We've just gone live and you cut out, man. What's going on? <laughs> right. Rio Ferdinand, everybody. How are you doing? Rio, you all right? all right? Nice to see you, mate. I was thinking we do this after we just go and do a smash and grab at Anfield. We get three points. We come back. Everyone's fucking buzzing and away we go. But nil-nil. I know. All right, hang on. I think nil-nil away, getting a point at Anfield is a good result. What's your thought? Yeah, if I look at it as a player, when I played... Yeah, I'd have took a nil-nil before the game. I think the players today, Oli, would have sat sit there before the game and said, you know, if we get a nil-nil, we'll take that. We're still top of the league and we'll just build on it. So I think they'll be quietly satisfied with what they've done today. I think they uh, they didn't pull up any trees. We didn't play particularly well, but we didn't play bad and we didn't look like a team inferior to the other, which was, I think, a good sign for confidence going forward. Yeah, it looked like Oli did actually try and twist a little bit at the end, didn't he? He wasn't trying to stick. He wasn't trying to keep hold of the nil-nil. It looked like he actually tried and go for it towards the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that Cavani didn't start, if I'm honest. And, and then and then you see, I was a bit concerned. You see Pogba playing off the right-hand side. No bite. But Eric Bailey, who's been magnificent since he's come in. And so you sit there and you start thinking, wow, if he doesn't go well today, Oli could be in for a tough time from the people that are going to be critical of him. So... Um, but I think to a man today, the lads played well. Listen, Luke Shaw today was 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 brilliant. I thought he was he was up there for man of the match. I know he's not your favourite player, but um, he was up there for man of the match today. I thought he defended really well. I think um, Lindelof came back in, looked solid, um, and that would be a pleasing thing for me if I'm someone if I'm Ollie if I'm in that change room that the squad the squad is looking good. Like people that are missing games, people are stepping in and performing and putting in solid performances. And to win a league, 11 players don't win a league. Mm. The squad wins a league. And I think Man United, in that, in that sense, they're looking in, in, in far better shape than I've seen them for many, many years. Yeah, I probably agree that Luke Shaw was man of the match today. I thought he actually had a good game rather than the, the good games that I think some people think have been having. But today, I think, you know, no qualms, apart from the foul throw. Um, yeah. I thought that was absolutely sound performance from him. 
before the kickoff, we were sort of mentioning, weren't we, like, what he's done here by dropping Bayer, especially when he's come out and said Bayer's fit. If he comes out and says Bayer's had a bit of a knock in training, I'm going with Lindelof to get through the game, I mm. think he'd have been all right. But you come out and say, I'm not playing Bayer and he's fit, potentially could have dropped him in a load of shit there. And we know the abuse that he's likely to get online if that hadn't have gone right. But Lindelof was probably a shout for man of the match as well, wasn't he? Yeah, well, you saw all the shouts on social media before the game started. People were questioning, well, how come Eric Bay is not playing, etc. But I said, we were, we got a little text. We were texting each other before the game. And it was like, sometimes situations like this, where high-pressure situations, you throw a player in and they respond well. And I thought Lindelof did. Yeah, big time. There was only probably two major chances that I think... United could and maybe only one from Liverpool in the game. Do you think any? Uh, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the Bruno one, which was straight Allison, and the Pogba one, which was straight Allison. Do you mm. think they should have done better with those, or do you think yo know, we maybe just needed a few more chances and we might have got the goal? I think they could. They could have done, but I think both of them would sit here and go, you know what? I could have put that other side of him. If I put it other side of him, I score um, because they are top technicians, but. Um, these games, man, they're just always little fine details. I've been to Anfield and nicked a goal late on. and It was probably a nil-nil a couple of them games. Shazy scored late on. I think Tevez scored one of them. So it, it, these games sometimes never... You don't get many chances in these games. And when you do really crop up, you've got to be able to take them. And, and that's the difference. And I think United had a good opportunity today to really put a marker down. Um, but I've, I, it looked like two teams more intent on not losing than anything else. That's what it felt like to me. And that's the difference, the problem you get when there aren't fans there. Fans push teams on. Fans don't let you do that a lot of the time. Fans won't allow when they're in the stadium for you to sit back and go to Anfield. And the Anfield crowd let Liverpool just sit there and just, just play like easy ozy and not really push to try and penetrate. Wouldn't happen. And you think if that had happened and Liverpool have to come out to us and then they've got the back four they had, would we have had more opportunities? You know what I mean? The game would have been very different, I think, if there were fans there, which is... Obviously a problem, but it's something that everyone's having to deal with. Do you think the game changed once we did bring Cavani on? Um, a little bit. I think, listen, a, a player like him, before he touches the ball, will will make people sit up and go, OK, I've got to be on it. I better refocus. It's Cavani because this guy scores goals. You don't score 200-plus goals for one club at that level at PSG for nothing. Do you know what I mean? The geezer knows what that's put the ball in the back of the net. So... Um, and yeah, like I said at the beginning, I was surprised he didn't go with him to start him, actually. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I think it worked out okay for Roddy. I think, listen, to go to Anfield, the champions who are, are, are by far the better team, 30-odd points there was above us last season, to go there and, and, and give a decent account of yourself. And as, as I said at the beginning, not look inferior, um, I think is a step in the right direction. I think, yeah, I, I, you, I think you've got to come out of this game looking positive rather than anything else. I'm going to come to some of your you guys' questions in a bit because I know we'll have absolutely thousands of them for real. So I'll just start picking um, some of these. But from this point in, like I've seen a lot of people trying to mock United fans for for being happy that we're we're now top of the league. But it's better to be top than bottom, surely. Yeah, listen, when United, a club like us, we were used to winning for years and years and years, yeah. And then you go through a bit of a barren spell. We've not won the league for seven or eight years now. So why not be happy? Why not enjoy yourself? Why not loosen your top collar and say, you know what, actually, I am happy to be top because we got a bit arrogant. I've got to be honest. We were, I, was, I won the league how many times at United and didn't do an open top, open top bus tour? That's arrogance. 
because you see other teams getting promoted to the Premier League or winning, winning the Carling Cup, doing doing uh, uh, open top bus tours of their of their cities they're from. We got too used to it, so sometimes you have to go through spells like this to really appreciate what, what it means to win the league. And we, I think, we lost sight of that a little bit. Can this team crack on and win the league? Yep, they can. They're in the position. They're in the. Listen, I always say it. I didn't really look at the league table till this time of the year and start thinking, actually, right, let's work it out. Where are we? What, what are we doing? As long as we turn the year within 10 points of anybody, I backed us to win it. That's how I felt. This team's different. It's a different makeup of a team. Their identity is very different. So, But to be on top of the pile at this stage of the season, they're in a great position. Who wouldn't want to be there? Do you know what I mean? I think, listen, the, the, the teams that won most out of the game today were probably the chasing pack, the, the cities, the Spurs, the Leicesters. They're probably the ones that sat home and you know what, this suited us better than anybody. Thank you very much. But uh, if I'm, I want to be the team leading. I never want, I didn't, didn't want to be the team chasing. I didn't mind chasing. But if I had a preference, I'd always want to be the team with the points on the board. Um, Joe's got a question. He says, Rio, do you think we can win the league with Lindelof and Maguire as first choice? I think we can if we play Bay occasionally. Well, they're going to have to do it a, a way that's not done often, where you're chopping and changing if we're going to go by the rules of Joe Tomlin, where your centre-back partnership is going to be changing every other week. Um, I don't know many teams that win the league that do that consciously without having injuries. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be a new thing. It'll be a new trend that Oli sets up if he's going to do that. But um, I, I think it comes down to the mindset of the players. I think the players today are very different. They're used to being chopped and changed. They used to being shuffled around as a, a, to, to bring players in and, and, and sit out one and, and play two, etc. So in my era, we wouldn't accept, or I wouldn't accept that. I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be in the manager's office saying, "What's going on?" Um, and very disgruntled. So they, the players are different today. So it could work, um, but I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I, I like to see. I'm old-fashioned. I like to see two centre halves that I know are going to be there every week. Listen, Liverpool were a different team when they know that Gomez and Van Dijk are going to be there. Yeah, on that, was that a massive opportunity that United have wasted yeah. considering that those two centre-halves was out? Or do you think it's still Liverpool? It was only two players that he was missing. A point is a point and it's a good point. I think they'll say they'll take a point to point. It's fine. But I think if, you, if you're Marcus Rashford and you're going home tonight, you're sitting there thinking, you know what? I didn't get the chances I, I wanted or the opportunities to hurt this team that I would have liked given that I've almost had not a free pass, but I've got a weakened centre-back partnership there in front of me. So they're competitors. They will think like that. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Um, Sky J says, uh, Bruno Rashford looked off recently. What does it take to get them back in rhythm? They've looked off, but we're top of the league. So I, I, I always look at it like that. Whereas... Yeah, there might be players off form, but if you're still nicking results and you're still winning and you're still in a healthy position, that's not a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? I think, like I said, if we played this game today and we had zero shots on target, we did look, we looked like uh, had no threat at all, then I'd be a little bit concerned. But I still think there were moments, it was just the final pass or the timing of the pass in the final third, maybe a couple of times, and then the finish, they just were a little bit off today. But listen, you can't talk about you. I wouldn't put Bruno in. He's looked off recently. The geezer's output's been phenomenal. Mm. Uh, Jason says, "Can you ask Rio if he would rather play behind just one, like Matic, or two, like Scotty and Fred, when going to places like Anfield?" 
Well, I never played in front behind two sitters. So, but I, I've got to be honest. I, the, if Eric Bay plays, I think they can afford to play one sitter. If he doesn't play, I think they have to play two because the two centre halves need some a bit more protection in terms of pace and having to go out into wide areas. Um, and that's a fact, and I think that's why Oli does it. Um, because in the past, when he's played the one in there, they've been left too exposed. They're having to come out into areas where they're a bit more exposed as, as, as defenders. And then it's, it's a lot too many 1v1 matchups high up the pitch. And I think it leaves him very, very vulnerable in that sense. So that's why they've looked better when Baye's played recently against anybody with any sort of pace. He kind of has been nullifying that, that, that threat. Um, and that's something we've not had for a while. But I think, listen, Lindelof is a, he's a capable defender. But I just feel that Oli's really. If I look at it, how's Oli thinking? He's thinking that I need to protect my two in there with two centre midfielders that are sitting. That's just the way he does it. Uh, Ross says, Rio, what would you do in the Europa League? Would you rest players and try and focus on the league yeah. or would you just go for everything? I, I wouldn't even think twice about it. I wouldn't even, I, I'd use that like I'd use the Carling Cup years ago. I'd blood a few youngsters in it sometimes. Play a few, listen, they've got a big enough squad that there's a lot of players that aren't playing that's still international players. So I'd, I'd, I'd really use it for them players to get minutes, definitely. If Cavani's not playing all the time, I'd play Cavani and etc. with a few of the younger boys, Twanzebe, etc. They'd all be starting for me. There's some absolutely outrageous questions here. Um, and I'm trying to read through the ones that are actually interesting. Sure, Give me a couple of funny Oh, I've scrolled past it. It was, um, I can't remember who said it, but which Premier League player would you like to arm wrestle was one of them. Which Premier League player? Um, I don't know if there's any you can deal with me right now, the way the shape I'm in, mate. Serious. <laughs> um, after, this result, after this result, what player would you go after to go after the league? And do you actually think we're bringing anybody in? Because I'm, I don't think we are. I don't think he'll bring anyone in. I think he's hoping that the Diallo from Atalanta will come in and set the world alight in training so that he gives them a, some food for thought. Um, no, I don't, I don't see it. Listen, it's, it's all right saying we want someone, but who's selling in this market right now? I don't I don't see many teams who are willing to sell players right now unless, unless you're going to have to break the bank and play, pay like monstrous fees. So, And I don't think May United want to be doing that right now. So I, I think May United will We'll leave this window alone. I'll be very surprised if they go in again. Uh, right. And if I had a quid for every time I'd seen this question asked, I could probably buy in Harland and Sancho for us. Would you be open to being United's defensive coach? I think there's a thousand people out here want to know the answer to that. Yeah, of course I would. Listen, I'd, 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 listen I love my United. Simple as that. Do you know what I mean? You go to my United, you played there for 12 and a bit years. You can't help but fall in love with the club. So an opportunity to work at the club in, in, in some capacity is definitely a conversation that I'd have because I, I love the club, man. I don't know what, what role it would be, I don't know. But if the, if it came up, yeah, I mean, you would definitely be open to speaking and, and, and trying to work something out. I think the tabloids call this a come and get me plea, don't they? <laughs> oh, you're trying to make it a come and get me plea. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Rio, um, where can everybody find us tomorrow afternoon? They can come to five on our YouTube channel. Um, we've got a little chat show that we do on a Friday, on a Monday night, or uh, Monday afternoon, like a roundup. Me, you, and a few of our friends. 
Come on, man. Come and join us. Get on, get in, get some, some questions as well, man. I've got a new mic coming tomorrow. It's been a bit of a problem. There's been an issue with the mic situation. Even today, I've not got it set up. I've got to, I've got to sort it out tomorrow. I've got a manual in front of me. I'm going to do it all tomorrow. I'll spend a couple of hours on it and I'll be looking pristine. I'll have had a shave. I'd have sorted the bags under my eyes out because I've got a new baby and stuff like that. I'll be ready, man. We'll be there. But we're talking all things football, all things the Liverpool versus Man United game and the title race. Yep, come and join us on five. Five is linked in the description as well. So come and join all of us lot. Um, and obviously go over and check the channel out now and get some questions in there as well because we'll be asking some of your questions tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But cheers for joining us, Rio. And I will see you tomorrow afternoon. And right, you guys stick tight because we've got all the fan cams and reviews and stuff being uploaded like right now. So I will see you lot in the next one. Later. Take care, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.